The following is a fourth-hand production. It was impossibly large. It definitely wasn't human. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. These animals, in fact, are real. I've seen them. They're here. I'm having a really difficult time finding an explanation for this. There's something on the hill. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Sasquatch stories are found among the Pacific Northwest coastal Indian tribes. The legend existed before there was a single name for the creature. Similar accounts and legends of these beasts are found on every continent except Antarctica. Individuals claiming to have seen Bigfoot describe it as a large, hairy, muscular, bipedal, ape-like creature, roughly six to nine feet tall. The enormous footprints for which the creature is named are claimed to be as large as 24 inches long and eight inches wide. So are the woods and mountains hiding the missing link? A giant ape-like creature that excels at hide-and-seek? Or are there just thousands of misidentifications and hoaxes year after year that keep the story alive? We strap on our hiking boots and set out to do some tree-knocking to get to the bottom of it next on Hysteria 51. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? hysteria you can't handle the truth brain is gone this is hysteria 51 the truth is out there it's alive but you won't find it here they're coming for you look there comes one of them now welcome in hysteria nation to the podcast that has not only seen bigfoot but ate it too. A lot of it. This is Hysteria 51. Recently, an object was sighted. It was big. Bigger than big. Large. Astronomically big. Big would be an understatement. Very big. Big. Huge. When it arrives, you'd better not be alone. It's Bigfoot from Pizza Hut. <laughs> I got the physique for that, John. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we are your hosts, John Goforth, and next to me is Brent Hand. And Brent, this week we're hitting up a cryptid. Well, not just a cryptid, the cryptid. Yeah, the big daddy. The granddaddy. Bigfoot. Yeah. The, yes. Um, we don't do a ton of these. Uh, are you excited to get into some cryptozoology? Absolutely. Even people who don't know much about the world of cryptids or the paranormal, us not being in that, you know, we're, we're vastly superior in knowledge to, you know. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, people have no idea about any of that have heard of Bigfoot. I mean, who doesn't love Harry and the Hendersons? For ages, he is hidden in the forest. Eluded hunters baffled scientists and remained a mystery until the Hendersons bumped into him. What is it? It's a major discovery. We have to take it home. That actually, that was a great movie. I mean, well, at least seven-year-old John thought it was a great movie. I don't. I don't know that it holds up. I watched I'll have it a to... couple years ago. It, it's, Did it? All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's got John Lithgow. He's a- all right. Speaking of holding up, John Lithgow's career. I mean, he was just in the Crown playing. What the hell is that? Hey guys, I'm ready to go. Go? What are you talking about? We're in the middle of the show, guy. Right. I heard you from my bot cave. Said you were taking it on the road going to the zoo. I grabbed some nets, a couple cages. Three cans of poison, a lead pipe, four rolls of duct tape, three bottles of bleach, some fishing wire, and plumber's putty. 
We're all set for the zoo. Okay, okay. First, we're not going to the zoo. I don't know where you got that. I, I mean, oh, wait, wait. Cryptozoology? Brent, I think you you need to add some RAM or something to this guy. Wow, no kidding. And Seabot, even if you were there, what the hell do you need all that for? Um, never mind. I obviously missed the point of this episode. I'll just go put this stuff away. What's the good news is... He isn't around to see our guest, or he might try to use some of that equipment. Pecker! 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 His name is Pecker. Welcome back, Joseph! Guys, it's it's great to be here. I've been listening to the show a long time, and frankly, I just was thrilled when you guys finally asked me to be part of it. Why are you here? (laughs) We literally... Literally didn't even have you on the outline today. Sometimes I just skulk around uh, the studio. And just show up. <laughs> uh, and how did you make it past Seabot? Well, that's easier than you would think. It's <laughs> a good point. I'm like I'm like a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot of tree knockings and no one's ever yeah. actually seen him. I'm I'm a different I'm a I'm like Bigfoot in a different way than Bobo is like Bigfoot. <laughs> Not to be confused with Bobo from Nothing But Trouble. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. Can I have some cereal? <laughs> and what I mean is I think that Bobo is vastly superior mm. with intelligence and probably class. Indeed. I'll tell you what is superior is that movie. Digital it's... Underground, Dan Aykroyd, oh, yeah. Chevy Chase. John Candy. Uh, Dan Aykroyd in Old Man Soup. T- <laughs> T- uh, tonguing a knockers, knockers, the bone stripper. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it is. It's fantastic. Oh, d- young Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. It is wonderful. But Joe, have a you ever gone? Sure. Have you ever gone Bigfoot hunting? Uh, I mean rudimentary. Um, yes, I have not yet fulfilled my lifelong goal to you- to go on an expedition up to uh, up to. Uh, Canada and truly do some some. One time he went to a local county fair and Bigfoot was there for Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Exactly. Got you, you you got a Polaroid taken with a yeah. guy in a suit. <laughs> well, it was a truck in a suit. It was a truck in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> and son of Bigfoot. Son of not to be confused with Grave Digger. <laughs> They're actually and in- a two story car eating fire breathing robot. Joe actually Joe said he was pretty upset because they made him buy or purchase an entire seat. He only needed the edge. <laughs> 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 the, is Bigfoot even floating around anymore? All you ever hear about is Gravedigger now. Yeah. Uh, it's just not as popular. It's uh, St. Louis, Missouri, your old stomping grounds. That's where it comes from. I uh, well, when I, yeah, I, there I know. My, when I there's a picture of me when I was a kid standing inside of the wheel well of Bigfoot. Mm. Uh, it was at a my dad worked at a car dealership, and it was at the dealership on a you know how they used to do the big Saturdays, come out for uh, hot dogs and uh, and, and a balloon and and Bigfoot. You can get pictures with it's Bigfoot. Fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and sure enough, I got a picture with Bigfoot. Oh, but back then, you remember going to those things, and it would be inside of some small convention center, and they wouldn't open any kind of ventilation system. Well, even at the Prairie Capital Convention Center in Springfield, which is a large convention center, you sit in there and about an hour in, you got a headache, and you got you got to leave. Like, I don't <laughs> think this is exactly. Uh, um, I don't remember how to play. Hey, honey, piano. I think it's time to go. The kids are asleep. It's really loud in here. I can't believe they're asleep. No, they're not asleep. They've passed out. <laughs> 
Carbon yeah. monoxide poisoning is real, people. What they do is everyone, it's bib night, because everyone gets a bib to count, to catch all the spittle that's dripping <laughs> from their mouths. Bib night. <laughs> and for those of you who are interested, you can purchase your Hysteria 51 bib now. Your <laughs> monster truck bib. All right, you chodes, I'm back. How about less NPR car talk and we get on with it? <laughs> That's probably a good idea because Bigfoot's not going to find himself. You know what I mean? Wait, we well, aren't, well, maybe he will. I don't know. We aren't going to spend the next hour and a half talking about monster trucks? Because that's what <laughs> I research. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Son of a bee. Bigfoot finding, I, Bigfoot finding himself. I would watch that. Like, he sits there with a therapist. He's in a hostel in Eastern Europe, backpacking around, finding himself. He's, he's in front of himself and, and looking at his reflection of like a lake. <laughs> I good enough. I smart enough. He also sort of Don't sounds like Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah well, why is he my, Frankenstein's monster? The fact monster? that this Bigfoot can speak. It speaks volumes for him. Come Although, and it speaks, it also speaks volumes for Brent that he's added a another voice to his uh, his repertoire. Pantheon, yeah. You know, yeah. B- Frankenstein, Bigfoot, <laughs> Bigfoot's monster. What do you call that? I don't know. Big, um, yeah, Frankenstein, Bigfoot. Let's go with that. Bigfoot, yeah, Frankenstein's Bigfoot. So, yeah, conspiracy pod's so. right. What the hell's Big Feet? What the hell are we talking about? What's this? Big is feet that character? the plural of Bigfoot? For no, the record, big, no. It's a. Uh, it is a big. Feet Don't you just add an end to a lot of words? You know your alphabet? Big feet No, the plural is big hand. <laughs> big hand. I know you're the one. That was nice that you gave him a laugh there. That was a, cur- a good courtesy laugh. He, unlike you, is often humorous to me. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. You reversed it on me. Twirl around, flip, and then reverse it. I don't know what the next line is, but it sounds like... I think. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Combo breaker. Like you said, John, this is the cryptid among cryptid. The name among names. Bigfoot. But that name actually goes by many names around the world. Harry. Yeah. Harry. Yeah. Uh, Harold to his mother. Correct. Sasquatch or, you know, Squatch if you're in the know. If you know what you're doing. Skunk ape, Yeti, Abominable Snowman, Wendigo or Wendigo. Ape Man, Grass Man, Wild Man. I mean, these are just to name a few. There are countless names out there, but we're focusing on Bigfoot, the North American version of said creature. And speaking about North America, I want to throw something out there. 2017, guess what state had the most sightings of Bigfoot? I know. What state is it, John? Illinois. Illinois! Welcome. Because we have the beautiful mountains of Illinois for him mm-hmm. to, uh, to, hide to hide in. in. Yeah. Well, and we've got the bushes outside of the studio where I hide. <laughs> That's more lurking, like we've already established, I think. I, I enjoy that. Just like stumbling out and saying, oh, what, what are you doing oh, here, Brent guys, and John? I didn't know you, <laughs> you recording today? What a coinkydink. I brought my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> So if this thing is real, would you like to ride the bone train? If this thing is real, John, what the hell is it? This Bigfoot character. Well, supposedly it's a simian-like creature that inhabits forests, especially those of the Pacific Northwest, which makes it especially curious that we talk about it so much here in Illinois. <laughs> right. Uh, Bigfoot is usually described as a large, hairy, bipedal humanoid. Now, simian means monkey-like, correct? It, it does. Thank you. I like just I just like saying monkey-like. Uh, and Simeon. Mm-hmm. 
Individuals Pray for Mojo. <laughs> That's all I can think of when I hear monkeys. That and Lancelot Link. <laughs> Individuals claim to have seen Bigfoot describe it as a large, hairy, muscular, like I said, bipedal ape creature, roughly six to nine feet tall, generally covered in hair, black or brown, dark reddish. Sometimes descriptions include details such as large eyes, a pronounced brow ridge, so, you know, a big forehead, mm-hmm. uh, and a low-set forehead. The top of the head is generally described as rounded and crested, similar to that uh, of a male gorilla. Yeah, it's like it, like the face is pushed forward, and the back is like this big, like you said, like a, a crown crest in the star, back. Star child-like. Yeah, right? Yeah, these creatures have been reported to have- uh, Paul Stanley? Strong, unpleasant odor also. That's why one of the things- Well, some- the ones in the in the southeast of the U.S. They, are they the call ones. Them skunk it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, it stinks down in the Everglades. And we talked about these <clears> enormous <throat> footprints. For which I mean, if you had hair all over your body and never wiped, it's gonna stink. Wet nap. Wet nap. I'm gonna have to shave this out. I know my dog never wipes. He doesn't smell like crap. Yeah, but it's not like long. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Some dogs are, and you're right. And you always hear about people like, I got to cut the poop out of my dog's hair. Yeah, I mean, you, you've heard yeah, the term that's... dingleberry, right? <laughs> that's end of the line for pet ownership for me if I'm cutting poop out of here. Unless it's a Sasquatch. You know, yeah, then I would gladly do it. If you got to cut poop out of a dog for its entire life, it's still much cleaner than probably what John's had to dealt with with his child. With my child, just yes. so far. That's it's true. <laughs> you're not lying. <laughs> that's, that's not putting down his kid. That's all children. That's just a universal functionality. Or what or what Lisa has to deal with with yes. Brent. With Brent. But yeah. we wrote that into our vows, so she's stuck. <laughs> it's legally binding in the state of Illinois. I looked into it. Most people say they have to hold they said to have and to cut poop out of. <laughs> <laughs> to have and to clean up after. She swears if she never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You know it's going to be bad when he stops himself. Yeah. Wait, we're going back to talking about monster trucks, right? (laughs) right? So we're talking about uh, the feet. Like you said, 24 inches long, 8 inches wide. And people claim that it's an omnivore, eats everything, and nocturnal. That's why, you know, we don't really see it. It's out at night, hiding during the daytime, sleeping during the daytime. That claim is more along the lines of the reason that you can't find yeah, one right. <laughs> all to aside though that is a hell of a lot of information for an animal that has never been proven to exist but there are no shortage of stories or encounters and there's even photographic evidence not to mention the vast amounts of footprint casts that are just everywhere and in fact not unlike the famous zapruder film for jfk back and to the left back, back and to, to the, the left, left Bigfoot has its own stupid famous video, the Patterson-Gimlin film. Now, I guarantee that even if you don't know anything about Bigfoot, you have seen this film. They use it in commercials, it's been in movies, everything. This footage, the Patterson-Gimlin film, was filmed alongside Bluff Creek, a tributary of the Klamath River, about 25 logging road miles north of Orleans, California, in Humboldt County. Thank you for mentioning what so, county it's in, Brian. That's very important because they are very proud that it happened in Humboldt County. Consider yourself zing. <laughs> zing of the day. The film site is roughly 38 miles south of Oregon and 18 miles east of the Pacific Ocean. So we're talking about this because for decades the exact location was lost because of regrowth of foliage and junk like that but it was actually rediscovered in 2011 they know exactly where everything was filmed 
So these guys, the filmmakers were Roger Patterson. He was born in 33 and he died uh, back in 72. And Robert uh, Bob Gimlin, he was born in 1931. And Patterson died of cancer in 72 and maintained right to the end that the creature of the film was real. And his friend Gimlin has always denied being involved in any part of hoax whatsoever with Patterson. Like, it's real. We are not making this up. This is what it is. And <clears throat> talking to, talking about Gimlin, he mostly avoided public discussion. He didn't really talk about it. Up until about 2005 when he began giving interviews and appearing in Bigfoot conferences. Other than like one or two times before 2005, mum's the word. He just didn't talk about it. Ran out of casino money. Yeah, right? Mm. <laughs> so what did they say happened, John? What happened in this this uh, video. Well, as the stories went, in the early afternoon of Friday, October 20th, Patterson and Gimlin were riding generally northeast or upstream on horseback uh, along the east bank of the Bluff Creek. At some point between 115 and 140, they came to an overturned tree with a large root system uh, at a turn in the creek, almost as high as a room. So it was a, a large overturned tree. Yeah. When they rounded it, there was a log jam left over from the flood of 64, and they spotted the figure uh, behind it simultaneously. It was either crouching beside the creek to their left or standing there on the opposite bank. Uh, Gimlin later described himself as in a mild state of shock after first seeing the figure. Which I think if that's true... We'll give you that. Was yeah, oh, yeah. Or crouching. I don't know. I just saw a nine foot tall beast man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Patterson initially estimated its height as at six and one half to seven feet. Later raised his estimate to about seven, seven and a half feet. Some later analysts, anthropologist Grover Krantz among them, have suggested Patterson's later estimate was about one foot two tall. Either way, so somewhere between six and seven and a half feet. Yeah. Uh, the film shows what Patterson and Gimlin claim was a large ape-like figure that we that just like we described before, either silvery brown or dark reddish brown, almost black, cover uh, with hair covering all of its body and prominent breasts. The 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 figure in Patterson in the Patterson Gimlin film generally matches the descriptions of Bigfoot offered by others who claim to have seen one. And we're talking about the. Uh the way it looked. And this is kind of a big thing because this video has been broken down frame by frame. And they're looking at it uh, to see, you know, an anthropologists and zoologists and cryptozoologists and all these people look at it. This is a long time ago. This is back in, in 67. This is a time when Planet of the Apes was about as high tech as, um, yeah, I mean, it won, suits it won Oscars. Yeah. For, for, so we will say this. If this was a faked suit, it is fantastically done because mm -hmm. when they zoom in on it, and even at that time, you can see the striation and musculature of the arms. Yeah. You can see that she had breasts and there's something on the back. And a lot of people have actually broken it down and think there actually might be a child or like a smaller like baby clinging to the back of this thing it's fascinating that no matter what whether this is whether this is real or fake the details put into this suit are fantastic and just the gate itself they they can look at that and they know exactly how tall this thing was within a, a few inch span the gate is monstrous as far as like when she's turned and looking and is walking Patty, the she is recalling, they, they've officially named her Patty. When she's walking, her gait is further than like what you would. I mean, it's like Shaquille O'Neal walking is what I'm saying. So if they had a man in a suit, they did it really well. 
And they also went on top of it, like, not only are we going to make it a man, we're going to have it a woman and have giant breasts yeah. and probably have a right. child on the back. Like, that's impressive no well, matter it how is, you look it. At is it is fascinating, the mis- just the mystery that surrounds it from, from that standpoint of you watch these, these documentaries that get made, you read these reports, and it's like there's not consensus among, like, anthropologists and biologists and all these different people, like – there, there isn't consensus when they break down this video and they, they'll say, well, you know, one guy will say like, man, you know, that really does look like the way an ape would walk. And another says, eh, I don't know. Like I, I could see where it would be a person in a suit. Like there's, there's a lot of argument. Like it's a, it's an amazing mystery, that yeah. whole ordeal. That was the thing that always stood out to me about the video, the, the walk itself, not the, not the size of the walk or the gate, like you were talking mm-hmm. about, but, but the actual, um, look of the walk, uh, you don't see as many people talk about that. They talk about yeah. what you were talking about, the musculature and the detail of the suit. I, I am, uh, I'm not an, uh, a scientist. And, and, mm. and so, I mean, there's, I, I could be completely off base, but it doesn't look to me the way an ape creature would walk. Like looking at it, it looks like a, a man in a suit. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like, like, if 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 I put a suit on Joe and said Joe go over there and walk like you're a hulking beast like that's like a person trying to imitate a hulking yeah. beast well, would I'd walk. just walk normal because <laughs> you are such a hulking beast. One yeah. thing that I thought was cool about it is they in one of the videos I was watching they interviewed like I think it was Rick Baker like a makeup effects guy and stuff like that and he's like wow this is like fantastic and he was looking at stuff and they were talking about like on the leg and there's like this bulge on the leg. Where it would have, it looks like it has like a fissure, like, which is like this type of like leg issue that you can get. And it's funny because around the fur separated, like, and like they said, this could have been just nothing, but it looks like the type of thing where you're looking at a person and like, oh, that's a person suffering from this or that. So it's either a happy coincidence or, you know what I mean? Or a really well thought out. Right. Whatever. The, uh, and, and the point I was making about the gate, about the way that the the creature walked, wasn't necessarily that it was a person in a suit. Yeah. But there are there are numerous. If Bigfoot exists, there are numerous things it could be, and we'll get into that later in the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Just that that walk could certainly point to one of. Let's assume for a, a moment that no matter what, Bigfoot's real. We just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. That walk could certainly point to one of those being true versus the other mm-hmm. and it's funny they were even talking to patterson and gimlin about it and they're like and they actually talked about the walk and they're like it looked like it was walking away annoyed like it literally was like <laughs> one of those things because it turned and stared at them you know it, it, it is it, it turns and looks like a person turning and looking yeah, at somebody got caught and they're like trying to get away and did like that backwards like f you glance yes exactly you know? exactly and, he, and they're like holy crap and then it went and this was all shot from like 20 feet away from the creature at the closest, and it walked away. And the, the one thing we do have to keep in mind, we talk about the detail. That's all relative. This is still a camera from the mid-1960s. Yeah, and it was shot in like like 16 frames per second, and it's... 25 only, feet away. And it's only the whole thing is like 50-some seconds. The first part is him getting off the horse. Then mm-hmm. like the horse is freaked out. Also... When they're filming it, the horse gets spooked. The horse starts rearing up and stuff during this thing. There's a lot of outside things happening while he's trying to do this. And they actually dismounted, got off, went after this thing. They had guns. They're, like, looking after it. And they lost it. You know, it it, it went away. Walked away from him. And, or the scene ended. You know, one of the two. 
<laughs> and the, 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 or it beamed right? up to its spaceship. And also a possibility. They, they'll break this down like frame by frame. So you look at, well, then frame 264, you see that Patty is glancing. And frame 263, like it's funny, like people have people have made their entire careers researching this film. Uh, you mentioned the Zapruder film before, just like that. It's the fact, you know, Patterson, he said he was the expression on the face as they're walking away was contempt and disgust. You know how it is when Empire tells you one more word, you're out of the game. That's the way it felt like she was telling him, like, oh, I'm 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 pissed off at you. These guys, though, unfortunately, just like with everyone who like you, like we said, like just like the guy who got the Majestic 12 letters was someone who was a uh, person researching it. Well, Patterson and Gimlin were wanting to film a Bigfoot. You know what I mean? So it what just a so coincidence! They filmed it. Now you say, "Well, that's amazing that it happened." That still doesn't take away from the fact that if they did do it, it is a staggeringly amazing film, uh, technology-wise. I'm not that impressed. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> there, there was no nudity, so he's out. You know. <laughs> I don't know, like Joe. What do you think? Like you, you, you've watched it, you've looked at it. Not talking about the whole legend of Bigfoot, just the 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 Patterson Giblin film. Like, what's your thoughts on it? I just love it from a standpoint of it never gets tiring to me. Every year, when the newest you know crop of Bigfoot shows are guaranteed to oh, and you're, pop you're, up on on all the different you know and the odds and the teens channels. have been great for that. Yeah, and every year I watch them all. And it's the same stuff. And this it's the week same. on Monster Quest, we <laughs> traipse through. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's the same grainy footage slowed down, and and it's the same talk track of a different crew of scientists debating what they're seeing. And that's I. I mean, I just can't get enough of it. Of like these guys cannot all agree. Like, well, they this do. is special effects. No, this no, is no, a costume. No. Like, there's always a few that are like, I don't know if I buy that it's a guy in a in a costume. The thing they is, talk they about the arm length. Agree and, that when it comes down to it, we ain't found shit. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> You're right. The arm length, the stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's always all of these these pieces that come into it. That it's like, I mean, it's the whole cryptozoological conundrum, right? Is like, it's there's no proof of their existence, but everything that tries to disprove this stuff, there's always holes in the. But disproving. also with, and also within that world, the moment that there starts to be a consensus, the only money to be made is to be the contrarian. And, yep. Yeah. So every exactly. few years, there's going to be the next the next thing. Well, and then there's also these cryptozoology or these these cryptids that people end up finding, like the kraken. We found the giant squid recently. We found the coelacanth, the the giant fish that was thought dead for decades. Hell, pandas until like the early 1900s were a mythological creature these mm-hmm. things keep popping up and if we're not careful we'll be again soon yeah no doubt right and the other thing like what we're looking at now the uh uh Tasmanian tiger yeah you know the well that was a mythological that just was well, not extinct now the and i i think that that go they kind of go hand in hand though with Things that are extinct, like if if you walked outside, you found a dodo, you'd make the news. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, but it, but I think to to John's point earlier, but they, like they it both is are the same thing where the, where the government's saying they don't exist, they don't exist. People are saying like, oh no, I've seen it, and it, right. But the difference is like different. there's there's bones and evidence and skeletons and stuff of the Tanzanian tiger or the dodo. Like it's one hundred percent for sure these was, things but, but existed so, once. But, yes, but what I'm saying is they're also saying that it hasn't existed since 1936. Right. Right. So if 
if they are out there, where the hell are yeah. these bones? That well, that's the thing. There's, there's these people else. that clearly know the territory that are like, no, we're indigenous to this area. Trust us. We're seeing Tasmanian tigers. Which They're not funny. extinct. Then they go into these tribals, these tribal regions. They find the people and they hold up a picture. They're like, yeah, Bigfoot, uh, two mountains over. Don't go over there. Like and it's nothing weird right. to them. Like, and that's more well, like the, the Sherpas with the Yeti. Yeti, yeah. like yeah. they one hundred percent believe that these things will attack you if you go to certain areas. A buddy of mine's going and climbing Everest in April this year. I've been sending him a lot of material to make sure he knows. Watch out for the Yeti. <laughs> but obviously, to Joe's point, that the one big difference being there might be a video here. Yeah. There might there there's. Right. There is talk of things and supposed evidence there, but for Bigfoot and other cryptids, there is no body. Exactly. Right. right. The, the, there yeah. is no proof that right. this thing has existed. Yeah. People people are seeing something. Like a lot of these people, they aren't dummies. Like these these, you know, these Indian tribes that have lived in the forests of the Pacific Northwest for hundreds of years, like they know what animals are out there. When they, Carol runs you know, almost into something with her car and goes, I was Bigfoot. I tend to go, you know, whatever. Yeah. But when, you know, forest ranger, Steve goes, Oh my God, it came out of nowhere. And he's got to, you know, yeah. educated and stuff. I put a yeah. little bit more into stuff coming from people right. like that. He literally survives life every day by knowing how to avoid black bears and like yeah. grizzlies and stuff. Like, I mean, I, you know, I don't know what these things are they're seeing. It could be misidentification, but he's seeing something and he doesn't think it's a bear. Yeah, and exactly. and he sees them all the time. <laughs> right. I know I know Ranger Rick for one has to avoid those bears. Oh man. I mean they're always oh, yeah. always trying to steal his picnic trying to steal basket. his picnic yep. baskets. Uh, it's the worst. Yeah. Well, on that note, children. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time to go? Okay. Hey, uh, boo boo. Hey, Bobo. <laughs> Won't you stick your uh, hand in this picnic basket? So we talked about the legend and, and the most famous sighting in this Patterson Gimlin film. We've, when we come back, we're going to discuss how this could be a real creature, how it's kept hidden, if it is kept hidden, or if it is even a real creature, and more when we come back on Hysteria 51. I, for one, think we can see it by hanging out with Nessie. No one's looking for big underwater. In, uh, Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I, I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. You guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so it's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation, yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long term retention, you know. It, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and there's over twenty five different languages that you can learn, and people, millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with you know you get speech recognition, and mm -hmm. it it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And 
I don't know if you know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for Larry. Limited time. His Air Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone. Dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Has anyone ever told me you're very shalom? No, but they've said I'm very pudding. Oh, pudding. Aw. It's a Harley Quinn. That's what she calls Joker. Oh, pudding. That or. That's, that's great. That or you look like you eat a lot of pudding. Welcome back, nation. We are talking about Bigfoot today. And no, we don't mean the Pizza Hut pizza, although I would like mm. some right now. Maybe you're I talking about that. Bigfoot. I'm talking about Squatch. I'd uh, buy that for a dollar. <laughs> you say Squatch. I'd like to talk about Squanch. Rick and Morty. (laughs) That's exactly who we should be talking about. But for now, let's talk about Bigfoot. If we must. I was getting kind of tired. I thought maybe we'd switch it up. (laughs) (laughs) So if he exists or she, Patty, what or who is he? Yeah. What what could it be? What is this thing? If there's anything we know existed. 
that this could be? Was there anything like like Nessie? They think it could have been a, like a surviving plesiosaur, right? Or like, like so, that. something from the past that might still be alive. Yeah. Well, it just so happens that there is something, and it's a mouthful. It's fun to say, kids. Gigantopithecus. Say it with me now. Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. Just rolls right off the tongue. It's an extinct genus of ape that existed from perhaps nine million years to as recently as about a hundred thousand years ago, or right now. Or now, in what is now China, India, and Vietnam, placing, and maybe well, North America, placing Gigantopithecus in the same time frame and geographical location as several Bigfoot hotspots. Now, like you said, now we're talking about the Pacific Northwest and Illinois, so that's not exactly China, India, and Vietnam, but we'll get into that in a minute. The primate fossil records suggest that Gigantopithecus were the largest known primates ever lived, standing up to 9.8 feet and weighing on average 1,190 to 1,320 pounds. Big. You think of your, your normal silverbacks like 400 pounds. You mean gigantic? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just a clever name is what we're getting at Strange. here. And also some argue that is more likely that they were much smaller, roughly 5.7 to 6.6 feet, and only weighing only 400 to 660 pounds. Either way, this thing is very large. So they were either the starting defensive line for Alabama or the starting defensive line for Central Florida. (laughs) Either way, they're larger than the average bear. They were in the game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, the one thing to say about Gigantopithecus is we don't know a ton about them. Forgetting the the connection to Bigfoot, looking at Gigantopithecus, a lot of it is conjecture because we don't have huge leg bones belonging to Gigantopithecus. We have teeth. We have jaw jaw. bones. And, And the thing is, we have a lot of parts of them these jawbones and stuff right we don't have any full uh you know full fossils or anything which like which said. is why you know you really can guess at size with a thing like a a femur now they can get pretty close with everything else because everything kind of has well if this was this size and this was this size it kind of m- means that it would be so they know that they're in the ballpark of well th- but that's why we're was. that's why we're saying it could be 400 pounds or 1300 pounds yeah exactly well and that exactly. that makes it all the more impressive right that john don't you have a gigantopithecus coming in as a special guest today yes yes he'll be here in a few minutes <laughs> We're installing a lift to get him up here. <laughs> we call him Jiggy. I, I I found him on Craigslist. He swears it's legit. Yeah, yeah. He would send photos, but he said he didn't want to put his face in them. We said, nah, just come on over. Whatever that means. It sounds legit. We left the front door open. I'm just, enjoying, a dead end. I'm just enjoying watching you giggle. That's <laughs> so good. A lot of Bigfoot people say, well, that, that's what. He's alive and well. Gigantopithecus is just Bigfoot. He's hiding out in the forest of the Pacific Northwest. And other Sasquatch enthusiasts, however, point out that this is unlikely, as Bigfoot <laughs> is reported to be a swift, agile, upright walker, not a lumbering 1,200-pound quadruped, because they think that Gigantopithecus walked like a silverback. Silverback walked now, like an Egyptian? Now, a silverback can walk yes. upright. And you can see those silverbacks. Sometimes they walk like a normal person. But like when prefer- they get angry. Their preferred mode is quadruped, knuckle-dragging. And and for those of you listening, not in the studio with us watching, Brent, as he said that, just did like some yeah. sort of makeshift, <laughs> like, like gigantic <laughs> biggest walk. I call it, it the bo- I call it the Bobo strut. <laughs> 
The other thing that, that I kind of alluded to, the Gigantopithecus was not in the Pacific Northwest, or at least no fossils have been found yet there. But this is the other thing that people say. There was land bridges that form and, and, and leave over time, and many th- many scientists think that it's possible that they could have been there. That is legitimate. We have a lot of animals that are like, how the hell did you get from here to there? And then they look and back over time, oh, there was a land bridge, and uh, they were connected for like... Not very long, only say ten thousand years. That's a long time, but in the in the grand scheme of things, that's a, a blip. The same way Sarah Palin used to visit Russia. Exactly. Thank exactly. you. Um, the 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 last so Gigantopithecus essentially. The theory behind Gigantopithecus is is basically the exact same thing as Nessie being the plesiosaur. If you believe that these, uh, you, you take something from olden times, you say it never went extinct. And it just happens to have found this patch of land yeah. where no one notices for, oh, say, 100,000 plus years. Well, wait, would, well, nine no, million, no. would 9 million years qualify as olden times? Because when I think olden times, I think of, like, knights with, like, shields riding horses. <laughs> like, were plesiosaurs riding horses? Well, <laughs> I, I Jousting? It's all, it's all relative. Now, well, have we yeah. ever seen a Gigantopithecus riding a plesiosaur? That you'll get some money out of me. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> the, the thing is, and the other thing that people talk about, well, this is a hundred thousand years and maybe they do, maybe they do walk up right now because evolution and they've, they've adapted mm. and they've gotten smaller as our atmosphere has changed and there's less oxygen and the temperature has gotten colder and things like that. That's another thing that they thought, well, maybe the Gigantopithecus went away because it got too cold and so they're gone. Well, I mean, and, and how- now, now we live in the age of the uh, slanket, so he w- doesn't have to be cold anymore. <laughs> like, what a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! How else is a Gigantopithecus going to fit into a hybrid? I mean, you've got to be on two legs. I'm just saying. And have a sunroof, (laughs) as we all learned from Harry and the Henderson. That's right. It all comes back. I mean, how fortunate, by the way, that their their station wagon had a sunroof. Remember if it hadn't? No, remember he pushed his head through and it... And it just made the big old dent in the top of it. No, didn't he put? No, he pushed his head through the and made the dent in the floor at home. The floor, yeah. And, and the neighbors over and uh, John Lithgow like actually goes up and yeah. he's like, he did oh, that uh, too. Yeah, calisthenics. And he also acting. Put his, he also, uh, <laughs> also puts his head out the window of the car. Everyone moves out of the way. And he, he does the uh, siren. The best is Harry laughing. Seabot, do we have any uh, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons laughing? I'm not sure that was a. You know what? We're just going to go with that. Okay. All right. Now it's a Sasquatch. Gigantopithecus is one possibility of what Bigfoot could be. Another possibility is is um, an older, weirder version of us. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so the so, wild man. So let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about evolution. The old educate us. The old version of evolution that that the that you know when Darwin came up with the concept is kind of like the T-shirt you used to see. You know, you've got the basic chimp going all the way to the knuckle dragging ape yeah. to the. And to the upright human, right? And, and yeah, it, it wasn't a straight line. It was there. There were 
there are all kinds of branches coming off. And, and so at the same time that we're running around, uh, the, what we eventually turn into Homo sapiens, there's also Neanderthals running around. And there's also, there's also Denisovans. I think I'm saying that right. But anyway, there, there are three types of hominids running around and they are all interbreeding with each and other. And they actually think that there was much more than that. They're not 100% sure. In fact, in the last year or so, they think they've found another. Uh, so, yeah. Exactly. But that's what they yes. have proof of. I mean, literally, you can have your DNA tested and be found to have Neanderthal in you. And the, everybody was interbreeding. So there is a thought that some of those earlier versions of hominids, one of them could be Bigfoot. There's actually, if you've ever seen, there's there's an interesting there's there's not a ton of information about it because it was during the height of the USSR. Um, so you know, even to this day, it's not like we can just walk around hanging out with a bunch of people from the communist regime that'll tell you everything that's going on. But there are stories of a group from the USSR military within, like, deep in the middle of nowhere in Russia. That had there were these there were these reports from villagers and people of these this family of wild people they yes. called them whatever the Russian term for that would be uh, John you speak Russian right uh, yeah fluently okay fluently <laughs> is that Russian for fluently yes, yes. <laughs> but it's, um, da <laughs> but uh, but these 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 this like battalion or whatever group from the military went to investigate this thing because these people were all like freaking out. And they, they shot and killed this group because they attacked them, but they, there is like some in the scientific community in Russia that believe that they were a group of like some sort of offshoot of Neanderthals that like, that were still around, still yeah. kicking. So the problem isn't, and the thing I think that like you're talking about, it's not that Neanderthals and humans just killed each other. We interbred and we've become, a lot of us think, we're this muddled mess. Like I did this. Well, some people and me. Some people think that that Brent we, is in the end. That we actually did kill off the Neanderthals. They do, but they know that we didn't just kill them off. Yeah, we also we bred. also bred with them. Like like when you do twenty three and me, you can find out if you have Neanderthal DNA and how much of percentage and stuff like that. And it's interesting. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like you're right. They they warred within one another, but they also interbred in a lot of ways. So wait, how many ways are there, dude? breed i got a book that i can show you it's uh it's it's, it's interesting just make sure you don't skip a page or you're gonna throw your back out getting pregnant off the toilet seat is that one of them <laughs> these things might have evolution something like that if this is real if if it is an an, an evolved species that's that's you know these these wild men from russia or these things how have we not found them surprisingly in research there are several scientists who study primates who at least keep a smidgen of hope that sasquatch could at least be real and it's always interesting when you see these shows when they go to the people that actually track apes and primates they go and they always talk about like i don't believe it a lot of them say but i wouldn't be surprised because they are very territorial that they keep to themselves not territorial they're they're migratorial Mm -hmm. they keep to themselves and like i said i don't mean bobo and matt moneymaker you know going out and and knocking on real scientists that you know jane goodall and their chimps and and the and and these things that 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 study these things still a lot of mystery around exactly and if they say bigfoot was real it would be a nocturnal and migratory like i said it might have a longer digestive tract 
allowing it to eat bark and foods that most animals can't eat, and it might avoid people like the plague, they say. These longer digestive tracts allow it to eat things that, like, most people most not most people but most animals can't even digest i don't know i knew a guy in college (laughs) which is the thing that they think that like gigantopithecus probably had that too and that's why he has these giant gnawing teeth that uh it probably was the case but if that is the case as far as why we're not seeing because it's hard to find where are the bodies where's the hair samples where's the you know the 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 fecal matter, the scat being found. We're finding these these footprints, and these footprints, a lot of them, our feet, we have an arch. A lot of primates have, like, it's almost like a bend, like, I don't know. like A, a hinge. hinge. A it's hinge. like a hinge Thank in you. the middle, yeah. And a lot of these Bigfoot feet prints, footprints, they'll have that. And so it's very, very interesting to see this. And so we're finding all this. What do you guys think? Like, why are they not? Let's pretend for a second that they are real. Why wouldn't we be finding these things? Pretend. <laughs> they eat their dead. John's been interbreeding with Bigfoots for a while now. <laughs> John's 116th Bigfoot. He, gets, he went to college for free. <laughs> Protected status. Yeah. Every year he gets a Bigfoot stipend from the state of Arkansas. And he's never oh, even lived there. Boy. I don't even know what that means. He, he does have a casino. That's true. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, you know what? So here's, I, I think this is an interesting part of that. You know how like every few years in, in certain parts of Asia or in some of the jungles in like South America or Africa, they will discover a new tribe of, mm-hmm. of people that have lived there and, and they're never huge. Like they're, you know, they aren't hundreds of thousands of people, but it's like, Again, it's it's the kind of things where there's stories that these these groups exist and then all of a sudden somebody runs across them and they've never seen other humans yep. before and it's like a whole thing. But like I mean, to me it's always a little bit similar to that is like, well, nobody's walking around saying, you know, d- down in a was it one of the islands down near Australia, maybe it was Papua New Guinea, like where there was the pygmy tribe of people that are like three and a half, four feet tall yeah. that like no one ever had found skeletons of them but they had heard rumors that they existed and then like 60 years ago they found them and like it it, it was a real tribe of people that they took care of their dead like, holy crap we thought this was a joke or not a yeah, joke but a legend but yeah. like a legend yeah they thought it was the same thing as this kind of stuff like i think that stuff like does have i'm not saying it's even i wouldn't even go so far to say i would call it plausible but it's feasible. Well, and you're like, looking at it too like I, the way i look at it if this is a a, a great ape a, a primate of some sort and they are they've got to have some sort of intelligence. Now I'm not saying they're 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 like humans but maybe they do get rid of their dead or something. Well, they're like they're that. they're excellent engineers I think is the sort of intelligence that yeah, they have. Yeah. They they build amazing skyscrapers. And, yes. And they're strong enough to fight the 6 million dollar man. So <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. I, the the only way that it's plausible to me, it, I mean, assuming they're real and that we have but we have not found their remains is if they are intelligent enough to bury. dispose of their own remains, bury it, eat it, just burn it, not burn it, but yeah, something, you know, I, I mean, I think like caves make a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. Are they in, yeah. like, is there, they're just huge piles of these bones in a cave somewhere. Yeah. And right. The, yeah. 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 It's, so, I mean, it's the only way, right? It's, it's the only way you, you can just, you can like rationalize it as possible. And it's gotta yes. be, it's gotta be such a small breeding population. Like right. they keep finding these, 
these animals. Like, I, I was just reading, like, the Barbary Lion. The Barbary Lion, I'm going to make up a date. Like, 1922, the Barbary Lion went out, went extinct. They are 99.9%. Is that the lion sure. and the animal crackers? Yeah, mm-hmm. we ate them all. It's delicious. Yeah. So, I know. they are 99.9% like the sure kind. that they were alive in, through the 60s. They just never could actually find them, but there was evidence and stuff like that. But they knew, they figured that they're, now they are extinct now, but they thought that there was such a small breeding population that was out there. We just weren't finding it. And there's a lot of animals like that. They still find birds. They find every year they find animals, especially like reptiles and spiders and snakes and stuff like that. They're like, Oh, that is real. It's just such a small breeding population. It would have to be something like that for this to be real. Mm. But then you go into the whole thing. Well, if it is such a small breeding population, one sickness and you wipe out the right. entire thing or, or God forbid we actually find them and uh, it's it's exploitation time. Now, is it possible, Brent and John, could it be that we're a history channel show now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is watching episodes of The Curse of Oak Island because it's the, the new season's been on recently. Oh, yeah. A Spanish coin <laughs> <laughs> buried six inches underground. Could it be that? <laughs> but is it is it is it possible that the it end is like... of a spoon? Did you see that? <laughs> you mean the eight back then? Yes, they ate weird. Back then. A, a human bone. That's 200 years old. There were humans. <laughs> there were humans. What? The eight? You're out of your mind. Is it possible that it's misidentification? The reason why, you know, these people who they know. So think about it like in, in North America. Like there are people who have been living in, you know, these remote areas for hundreds of years. Like they know a grizzly bear or a brown bear when they see one. Is it misidentification because there are these random occurrences of weird hybrids? Like, I mean, just recently, like several years ago now, but pretty recently, like they always thought it was pretty almost impossible, pretty unlikely. And they found out there are grizzly polar bear hybrids. I shot like, one and he yeah. got, went up to and it. And he goes, that doesn't look got, right. Right. He, yeah, and and it didn't. and they said it was such a small coincidence that they could ever yeah that they would even, ever cross paths and yet they do it did yeah I mean is it or or you look at like you know the stories of the yeti in in Nepal and in Central Asia like you know they talk about there there is a species of bear that's indigenous to the area but they've never seen it up high enough to be what what the the sherpas are saying is killing people well something mauled somebody or they thought is maybe it, it was like live, living remnants of like the 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 flat face bear yeah or, exactly you know? that they, they yeah like is it possible that it's it's not even there's a breeding population of this thing is it that it's almost like these random mutants that happen every now and then that yeah that's right? it. what do you guys thoughts i mean i i really think like for me it's that's a lot more plausible to me that it's 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 some we find things like that in nature and so just using you know scientific deduction that would to me be more realistic you know but who knows well like like when the walrus bred with the crow like (laughs) you know maybe it's that and it's Uh, just kind of like swimming and flying around yeah i remember its first words were kill me (laughs) i'm in constant pain what am i god (laughs) or when the walrus bred with I don't know, somebody from the Dagobah system, <laughs> and then uh, Luke went and milked it. That's <laughs> something that happens from time to time. Kids, you want to find yourself a Bigfoot. You want to go hunting. 
We're going to tell you how. Who doesn't? Yeah. First, you need to go at nighttime. They're nocturnal. The big thing that they do, they think communication-wise over long distances, tree knocks. Seabot hits with a clip. That's it. Knocking on trees. So get yourself a stick, knock on some trees, and no better than Bobo himself to teach you the proper Yeti yell. The proper squatchiest squatch belch yell, whatever you want to call it, you can do. Seabot hit us with one of those. Now, you got your knocks down. It's nighttime. You know how to yell. You only need one more thing to really draw in those Yeti, those Sasquatch, those whatever you want to call it. You just need a chick who's menstruating because they say that they are drawn into menstruation blood. So if you don't have one, just, you know, get some used tampons and hang them around a tree and hang out there. And I'm sure nothing bad will happen. I mean, that's that's how I camp. I don't know about you guys. I thought that was standard. Isn't that what the Boy Scouts teach you? <laughs> that is literally the things that they say. Menstruation, blood, uh-huh. tree knocks, yells. I mean, this is things that scientists have went out and said, well, uh, it just makes sense to me. And I, I believe it. And 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 go turn on, go watch your hunt, <laughs> finding Bigfoot. And they're out there finding doing it. Bigfoot. They're doing it. So like I said, is if it's possible that this animal is out there. The, there there have been scientific studies. The first scientific study of, of available evidence was conducted by John Napier and published in his book, Bigfoot, the Yeti and Sasquatch in Myth and Reality, back in 73. And he wrote that if a conclusion is to be reached based on scant hard evidence, science must declare Bigfoot does not exist. However, he found it difficult to entirely reject thousands of alleged tracks scattered over 125,000 miles, square miles, this is in the Pacific Northwest, or to dismiss all the many hundreds of eyewitness accounts. So he concluded, I am convinced that Sasquatch exists, but whether it is all it's cracked up to be is another matter altogether. There must be something in Northwest America that needs explaining, and that something leaves man-like footprints. So even though scientifically he couldn't prove it, he's like, I still think there's something out there. Mm -hmm. And another study published in the Journal of biography in 2009 by jd lozier et al used ecological niche modeling on reporting site reported sightings of bigfoot using their locations to and for bigfoot's preferred ecological parameters meaning where the hell is this guy at based on reports and this is funny they found a very close match with the ecological parameters of the american black bear who's known to walk on its hind legs commonly like it does this all the time they also note that the upright black bear looks like the Bigfoot in appearance and is considered highly improbable that two species should have very similar ecological preferences, uh, concluding that Bigfoot sightings are likely sightings of black bears. You know that are to eat the same stuff. Come on, man. Think outside of the box. <laughs> Dude, we've already established the intelligence level of Sasquatch. Like, I throw that out the window. Well, sorry, oh, come on. Have you been to the circus? Sorry, Lozier. A black bear. Have you ever seen a black bear on a beach uh, ball? A They're black bear smart. on a beach ball with a fez on? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> or riding a unicycle. One of my favorite things the Russians have ever done. Thank you, USSR. Communism was good for something. That and vodka. This is actually really interesting, though. They really using science. They took a genetic analysis of 30 hair samples that were suspected to be from Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch, mm-hmm. El Nasty, all anything you think of from around the world. Of all of them, only one was found to be primate in origin, was human. The others 
were a, this was a joint study uh, from the University of Oxford and uh, Cantonal Museum of Zoology, and this was published in the Proceedings of the Royal Society B. And long story short, they they sequenced all these DNA fragments, blah blah blah. What they get back? It was all black and brown bear accounted for almost all of it. Others included cow, horse, dog, wolf, and coyote, sheep, goat, raccoon, porcupine, bear, and tapir. And the other thing is there was two others of all the others that were actually thought extinct bear. So like, yeah, like they were like, <laughs> welcome back. Yeah. Like, yeah. so and now they don't know how old this was, but they're like, wow, this is actually, they actually got somewhere with this. But you know, there's a finding a Bigfoot. It was finding a bear. There's a there's a family or even a community living on a on a mountain somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, like the Waltons, that are just <laughs> just just kind of separated from the rest of the world, and they they run around wearing like black bear clothing, Amazing. and and their their shoes are like just big feet in yeah. like shaped like big feet. <laughs> Mom, Paul, why do you think they keep taking casts of our footprints? I don't get it. <laughs> hey, Ma, I found. Found another footprint filled in with concrete again. <laughs> what keeps happening? Daddy says I'm the best kisser. <laughs> Somebody spilled their concrete in my footprint again. It's like it's like a much less scary version of the village. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's time, John. Give me your definite position on this. Is Bigfoot out there? Is it not? Lay it on me. You mean you want the facts? <laughs> Is, is what you're asking for? I, I want the truth. You, you can't handle the truth! Wow, dumb in stereo. Death followed him wherever he went. I've, I've got the facts for you right here. All right, so I will start with anything as possible. Uh, it, it is, we've said it on the show before, it is small-minded to say that anything is 100% true and, and does not exist. Don't let that stop you, John. Keep going. <laughs> but, uh, I do not believe there is an undiscovered, uh, bipedal creature roaming around the Pacific Northwest or anywhere else on this earth. Are there, are there parts of this world that there could be apes that we have not identified that particular, um, that particular species? Yeah, sure, sure. But I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be just little offshoots of what we already know about. They're not going to be a, a Bigfoot, right? A, co- a completely new genus. I, I don't, I, I don't believe that that exists. I think that a vast majority of reports are hoaxes. Um, yes, I think yeah. that people love to play off, off of other people's love of, of the unknown and mystery and and frankly there's money to be made in this kind of thing like when they say i've had this bigfoot frozen for 30 years and then they they get a sample of it and it's possum guts right which literally happened happened. or or what about the one that they had like the frozen arm and then it mysteriously disappeared in the mail when it was being sent i think it was being sent to the university of illinois actually for Uh, for that's that's actually just the government uh catching obviously and and the men in black i mean there's there's a new documentary on netflix last month about bigfoot and Mm -hmm. it's and you know the main one the main guy the main guy that narrates it and is behind it i mean i believe believes it i don't think he's out for the money um but one of his one of the things they spend twenty to thirty minutes on are are what he believes is a trail where where Bigfoot ran through because a tree or two are knocked down. It's a just, tree. It's knocked, knocked over. Down. And, and by the way, it's a dead, rotten tree. 
a rotten tree? <laughs> I mean, the, in America, you, you can't you can't make this stuff up. Like there is just there just isn't enough out there. I believe that if something like this existed, even if there were only a hundred of them, that we would find a body at some point. We would find bones. We would find some sort of record. Some sort of some sort of uh, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Some sort of fossil record. Uh, and, and because we haven't, I I don't believe in them. I I just think that, I think there have been other large primates in history. I don't think they're running around in the, in the hills of Oregon today. Yeah, I I agree. And, and like you said, if, if these are out there, it's much more likely that they're in Nepal or somewhere that there could find some sort of primate much more than I think it's in Oregon and Washington uh, state. And somewhere. one more thing. Is it even possible? Like Everyone keeps referencing, well, maybe it's just a breeding group of 100. Like a lot of the, the believers yeah. say that. Could a breeding group of 100 even, is that even genetically viable to stay alive for so, a long period of time? One of the things Could that they be. talked about that, it, it's funny. One of the things that they talked about that was the, the Kodiak brown bear, which is like the largest grizzly is the Kodiak. The Kodiak is only on Kodiak Island. But for whatever reason, they don't have genetic abnormalities, even though they inbreed a lot. Mm-hmm. So they use that as an example of it can happen. Um, just not likely. It's just not yeah, likely. Yeah, it doesn't make it likely. But all this stuff is possible. I mean, there there really are, though. Like, there's a lot of of species of especially apex predators that like, I mean, remember there's the famous story. Like I'm not going to get into every detail because frankly, I'm not an expert on it, but there's the famous no. story of what happened with the timber wolves out in the, the Western U S when yeah. like everyone was freaking out because they, they were documenting that there were only like 500 of them total. And so they started like breeding them and then release them. And it completely wreaked havoc because yep. lo and behold, there was only supposed to be like 500 they, they have of their them. own pecking order. And they, they like keep their own levels where they're supposed to be. Right. It's like when they just released the Timberwolves back into Yellowstone yeah. and it completely overshaped the park in a good right. way. And you realize, Oh, they were supposed to be here and we just need to, to stop yeah. messing with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like and, there are like a lot they, of species with a really, really small population. When they let them into the NBA, I dude, mean, dude, well, that was a nightmare uh, until thank God they finally found this town's guy to take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so like I was saying, I, I find outside of America a lot more viable, something like that. And I, I'm with you. I, unfortunately, whenever you get into stuff like this, you have hoaxers that are going to do it. The other, vast majority is misidentification you can see things almost like the remote viewing you know your mind starts talking about in your your it starts taking over and you ever think you see something and then you look at oh that's my cat but i i I saw a person well you thought you saw a bigfoot you saw a a six or seven foot tall bear Hell yeah. And it's walking across the street and it's kind of <laughs> dark at night. That's, that's scary again map. for those listening and not in the studio. Oh, Brendan well, did an amazing walk. <laughs> it it should have been a dope de dee dee dope. Hey, boo boo. So I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I will not say no because this is a definite possibility. You could, uh, even in the Pacific Northwest, they could they could find something like this. It's it's much more realistic to me outside of here and other parts of the world. But we're not talking about those. We're talking about Bigfoot. Uh, never say never. But I'm I'm not on the bandwagon. I'm a scientist. I don't believe in anything. <laughs> Joe? Joe, I I mean I have a I have a slightly different opinion from you guys. Like I 
I tend to think that there are a lot of variations on this whole thing, that there's not some overarching global entity or animal or whatever, or, you know, variation of humans that just hasn't been discovered. Like, you know, you look at, you, you research and, and do things around the skunk ape, for example. Well, there's there's no bears in the Everglades. Yeah. So what the heck's being misidentified? Well, you come to find out. I mean, there is a rampant in Florida amount of illegally imported exotic animals. Of that, illegally like, imported constant, everything. That are like yeah. undocumented. like, And it's like, you know, you, re- you read about this stuff and these, these scientists will say like, oh, it's 100% possible that there's like a couple gorillas that some Yahoo brought into the country that now they're just out and about out there and they're being misidentified. I mean, look at in Ohio and central Ohio. What was that like five years ago? The guy, no one knew he had like 12 tigers and seven lions and he let them all loose. And yeah. it's like, and what then they all the got to be slaughtered because, right. well, shoot. But know? I think, you know, there's Down these. In- down in Florida, that's actually just the cast of Duck Dynasty. Uh, right. I saw him, Paul. <laughs> he was driving a Ford. That's how you know it's a Sasquatch. No self-respecting Floridian would drive a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the reason that we have never have any proof of these actually being in Florida is every time they trap one, they eat it. Like well, They're all hopped the, up on bath tastes, salts. Tastes like possum. They're all hopped up on bath salts. <laughs> the best proof town. of Sasquatch. Squatch might be Florida, you know, the Florida man. <laughs> all, all the different stories you read about Florida man it's doing true. this and Florida, Florida man doing true. that. Half of those could be Sasquatch. What do he look yeah. like? He's about eight foot four inches tall, sixteen hundred pounds, covered in hair. Yeah, that, that Florida man <laughs> passes my smell test. <laughs> Absolutely. But but aside from that, aside from truly thinking that like there's there's a multitude of different ways that this whole lore comes to be and it's it probably is different a lot of times i I don't know like i just i have a hard time not believing and i think it's because like i just i just have a problem with the arrogance of like us as as humans yeah that it's like that we think we've discovered everything and that there can't be places and things that we haven't figured out yet life will find a way kind of kind of and with that and, and like i look at you know especially for me i always come back around to the whole yeti concept and it's like i mean just think for a minute about the Sherpas. They're like, overpriced. Like these are these are dudes who way they ask way too much for sure. <laughs> like <laughs> especially with the exchange rate as it is today. <laughs> um, but uh, you know these are people that we literally like the world. All these idiots who want to climb Mount Everest are like, well, these guys can do it in their sleep. Bring them along, yeah. and it's like they like full blown dwell in this whole area. They know everything. And they 100% believe some kind of entity that they call the Yeti, like it was Edmund Hillary that came up with the whole abominable snowman idea, but the Yeti is their thing. It's this mysterious being that that it mauls people, it kills people, and there's these areas they don't want to go to. Like something's going on there. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's an undiscovered species, but I tend to think maybe it is because I think tons that's why of scientists are like, there's no bears up this high. It's too high. Like, there's I think no that's way. Why we both said like that's you know to us too, you know, that's much more believable of something out there than it is in right. Like I said in Washington, but that's Oregon. where I think it's not yeah. misidentification. I yeah. really do tend to lean towards. There's some species out there that we haven't found yet. So that's our thoughts of Stereo Nation. What to say you? Let us know. Hop on Facebook. Search Stereo Nation. That's how you can let us know. Lots of, of discussions on there. We're always posting on there. You can also 
Hop on Facebook.com slash Hysteria51Pod. That's where you're going to find this episode, all our other episodes, when you're hopping on things. Don't forget, Twitter, at Hysteria51Pod. Now, John, we got some good news this week. You're pregnant. Well, no, I'm not. It's still, the the, the rabbit survived. But Congratulations, we, he's going to be a soccer player. We have a new <laughs> Patreon member, Ray Walden. What was his name? Ray Walden? Yeah, thank you, Ray. And not to be outdone by Ray Walden, John Yellen, our previous Patreon person we've talked about, sent us our first Christmas card we've ever gotten, John. We got a Christmas card. Well, no, John's received Christmas cards before, Brett. You're the one who no one wishes good cheer to. Hysteria 51, my friend, has not. And I received that one at my domicile. Although Conspiracy Bot received 17 Krampus cards, <laughs> which I found odd. I collect them, douche pickle. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't forget, you guys can leave us a voicemail if you want to hear your voice on the show. 773-669-7277. Again, that's 773-669-7277. Or not. Preferably not. What if they forget this stuff, John? They just need to go to... Our new and improved website, not so new anymore, but it's certainly improved, hysteria51.com. It's all, all shiny that, and pretty. All that info is right there. You can see a picture of Brent. You can see a picture of me. You can gaze at a picture of Joe. That's a guarantee. You can don't even, go if you don't have an hour You can even waste lose yourself in a wheel it. of conspiracies and find your new conspiracy to talk about around the water cooler at the Legion of Doom, if that's what you're into. We also have a favor to ask. Next time you're in Apple Podcasts, go ahead and go give us a five-star rating and write a review. Tell us what you think of the show and give us a five-star rating. It really does help, guys. It helps the show grow. It helps other people discover the show. We pop up in the in the iTunes rankings and, and other people find us, click on us, listen to us, uh, and Hysteria Nation grows. Well, and frankly, they really need it to counteract the one-star reviews I keep giving. <laughs> That's true. I, how many how many email accounts are you going to create just to keep doing that? <laughs> I had to build my own conspiracy bot too, <laughs> two point just to keep doing it. It's an automated email. We've, got, we've actually got machine. a clip from his conspiracy bot. Kill me, please God, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and and Joe, I was just curious how you how you actually got a prodigy net email address anymore. It took some time. I mean, that was impressive. It was difficult. He took his Christmas money and bought the company. (laughs) I I, I had to use my MySpace email, my AOL email, and my Roadrunner.net email (laughs) in conjunction to triangulate it. All right. So, kids, that's been our our theories on the wild man, the skunk ape, the Sasquatch. I'm David Pumpkins. The Bigfoot. Said I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meat sacks. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. <laughs> oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.